Friday, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes is coming to IMAX and theaters everywhere. This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. They stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Only in theaters Friday. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Want to connect with a family member who doesn't speak your language? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning through an intuitive process. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. And with a lifetime membership, you have access to all 25 offered languages. Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 for 50% off. When I was young, I never needed anyone And making love was just for fun Those days are gone <laughs> Living alone Oh God! I think of all the friends I've known when I dial the telephone, mm. nobody's home. <laughs> oh, God. Da, da, da. <clears throat> oh, God. <laughs> I will do it. <laughs> oh, God. I don't want to live. (laughs) You don't remember when Max did that? Yes, I do. Um, I just drew. You saw the 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 viral video of the fan singing to Celine in her face. Uh, Yes, yes. I just felt like she was in that truck. Like, "Mm, my God, she wanted to do the blue ivy uh, stink fingers. That's just how I. That's how I was looking. At Jade, just this, just now, as she was singing, was, I was just was. like, mm, "My Lord Jesus!" I just, mean, Celine is just. We speak your name. We do. Queen and so does every every Jamaican. Absolutely. West Indians have a thing for Celine. Dion. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Okay, <laughs> there is not a lie here. Don't y'all even try to get mad. You know that's your queen. <laughs> Praise the Lord, niggas. Praise the Lord, niggas. And we just want to wish you uh, clean air as we mm. are living mm. in contagion. But we are we are excited to be back on another episode of Getting Grown. We're talking about the scam that is adulting the worst hood we've ever endeavored mm. to reside. We indeed we're talking about the good, the bad, the ugly, the test, the trials, the twists, the turns, the temptations, and the taxes of a real, being a real live adult in the year of our Lord twenty. 20. Oh, we are not Barbara Walters. That is correct. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm all right. Um, I am here and I am not quarantined. So I'm, I, th- I think I'm going to count my blessings. Name them one by one. I too am grateful for, uh, you know, my immune system functioning as well as it is. Um, and I thank God that I've not been exposed to my knowledge <laughs> to, uh, to anything that might compromise that. Mm. And we are wishing anybody who might be dealing with it, we are, I don't know. We're going to talk about that at great length at the at the kitchen table. We're just going to go ahead and talk about the, um, the what it is. The tender roni. Listen, I mean, it is just a thing that is just taking all of our lives over. So mm. we'll save that. But yes, oh, I'm doing well. Jade's doing well. Yes, how are you? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hopefully you guys are doing well too. Um, and let's just have, let's just have some fun because the world, I don't know about anybody else, but I'm just been feeling a little it's heavy. Just weird. It's weird. I don't really it's know what's right going on. Like I just, I just am like, 
Okay, I have been doing my good, and I know this. Is how I know I am turning into my mother because I just be in the car praying out loud, like, "Well, Lord, <laughs> I don't really know what to say, but I'm just here talking to you because only you can help me to make sense of what I am feeling. I am just beside myself, like literally, like I don't have no music, no podcast, just me in the car, the ten and two. I'm just at the steering wheel, like, my God, what is going on? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a heaviness. I'm in the afraid. Air. Like I've turned off all notifications. I'm scared to turn the television on. I just can't. I just can't. I don't want nothing. Mm-mm. No, I'm unable to can. Ooh. And we have trash that we <laughs> trash can to get into. My so God. let's get into the it. The whole world feels like a trash can. It is actually. The cleanup woman, how appropriate. We need her everywhere in the world right now. Um, But especially now, because we have big trash to start off with. So, the baby. Jonathan, young Jonathan is out here wilding. So, you know, the baby um, slapped a woman in the club in Tampa, Florida. Did you know about that? I feel like I've heard some some things about that, but not not all. Yes. So he was walking through the club and allegedly this lady shined a flashlight from her cell phone in his face. So he he said he did not know if it was a man woman. He didn't know who it was. He would have reacted the same regardless, which is not right. If you like I understand there is boundaries and and wanting your privacy. I'm not even going to say as a celebrity, you don't deserve your privacy, but you also know there's a certain territory that comes along with it, with it as well. You know, you can set your boundaries and you can have your, your limits, but you need to understand, you know, where you are. And as a normal breathing human, an adult who has been in the club, you're going to get all, you might get a, a little drink splashed on you. You might get somebody stomp on your toe by accident. People going to bump into you. It's the club. Y'all niggas know what you got yourselves into when you stepped foot inside. Mm-hmm. So I can't condone his actions in any way, shape or form. I know we talked before about, you know, the man who who was being really disrespectful at the hotel and I'm like in cases like that where you're defending yourself all right cool but in this I can't defend this this is not right and he needs to he allegedly he got online he apologized or whatever that was and then um offered to flew the lady out oh girl for what? so that he could apologize to her in person oh, okay. you know that's the you know that's the young people's vernacular now flewed out okay well they might want to stop using it. <laughs> I hope she don't go. I hope she don't go either. But, you know, we never know. Um, so and there's some positive news in the trash today. Praise the Lord. In the Bay, apparently they're they are going to now have an inaugural. And it was the first the first annual. We will say this was the first of their annual. Oh Please Lord. do not say first annual all the time. Jesus. This is a, it is an inaugural meetup. Black Dads of the Bay. Oh, that's wonderful. So it was black fathers and their families and their children that came out to a park in the Bay um, on the last day of Black History Month. It was about 150 fathers and their families that linked up at Lake Merritt Astro Park Play in Oakland. I love that. So... I think that is such an amazing thing. Imagine if that gets so big that people start to flew out for it. <laughs> or just having like other ones like in other cities. That would be Yeah. Dope. That's something that they need to come on. That that's some positivity I can get behind. Show you right. That's that's my kind of curl fest. <laughs> um so Oh God. Okay, so have you been watching Black Ink Crew? No. I've not. I have not either. Okay. I've I've been quite behind. But as I was searching for trash, mm-hmm. um, I came upon uh, where I figured out that Sky, I found out that Sky has been suspended from Black Ink Crew. Why? She got in a fight with her youngest son. Oh, dear. Desilees, I think his name is. Wait a second. This is not the one that she was estranged? Not the oldest one. Oh, Mm -mm. my goodness. Not the oldest one. The young one who she started rekindling her relationship with. Okay. So so I've been behind for a few seasons now, but when I was trying to get caught up with this. So I saw that, I guess, maybe last season or a couple seasons ago, she accused him of stealing from her. 
Okay. So she accused him of stealing from her and it was a big blowout and I guess they fell out. And then they he came back, he apologized. They're trying to rekindle their relationship. So he came back, he apologized and was like, you know, I'm sorry for how things ended with us. I don't know if that means... Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know if that means... Uh, he didn't do it and he's just like I don't want our relationship to continue like this I couldn't quite tell by the way he was how he was saying it in the clip but regardless she accused him of stealing they came back they started you know it seemed like things were going on a positive on a positive note and then it just turned and she said a girl DM'd her and said that the girl was pregnant by him her son and then it just it just escalated and got worse and worse. And she said some really heinous things that a mother I would never imagine a mother would say to their child. Um, and the it got so bad that the producer suspended her from the show. Oh, dear. So she also did an Instagram live um, afterwards. And I guess people have wished death on her oh, and like said all manners of ugly things. Which that's never okay. I will say the comments that she made to her son were atrocious. I'm not gonna repeat them, but they were atrocious. Yeah, don't because I can't. Y'all have the internet. You can go do your own research if you'd like, but I'm not gonna subject you to it. So they were terrible though, and um, and so she got on her Instagram live, and basically doubled down on the comments. Wow. And was like, I said what I said, and like that's not nice that y'all are wishing death on me. But my concern when I watched the watched the clip of that the instagram live um was her just her mannerisms and her behavior and we all know that sky suffers from bipolar disorder she's spoken openly about it um and i'm no doctor so i'm not saying i you know i cannot diagnose her saying she's having an episode or anything like that but i as a human being i can recognize where somebody's actions just seem a little off Mm -hmm. And it just doesn't seem like she's she's completely in her right mind. So I really hope that, you know, their family has dealt with a lot. And it seems like she really just Sky has a number of issues. And I hope that she's able to find proper help for him because it's just they just keep bubbling up. They just keep bubbling up and they're going to keep coming up if she doesn't properly address address them. So but that was that was pretty much the trash this week. The trash was trash. Sorry, guys. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> the trash was trash. Oh, man. What a time. <sighs> but we have some posi- positive that I was going to add to the trash, but I turned it into a shout out. So let's get to it. Okay. My sister's popping right now. Like. Okay. So we have, um, I, was, I was also looking for trash. I came upon, so we know it is Women's Month and International Women's Month. Mm-hmm. And um, we have three black women leaders. That's the found this on DYBF. Three black women leaders who are disrupting the boys club of Fortune 500 CEOs and Ivy Leagues. Oh. So I wanted to shout out Erica James, Lashira Nolan, and Ramona Hood okay. um, as our shout outs this week. Let's see here. Uh, Erica... She is she just became the first woman and black person to be appointed dean of the University of Pennsylvania's prestigious Wharton School of Business. That is correct. I put her on my Facebook in one hundred and thirty nine years. That's right. That's right. The first black woman. And she did in her picture. She's wearing a sickening white trench coat. Sickening. Yeah. Yes, she is. Actually, we stand. We cannot help but to stand. There's not even there's not a swipe of foundation. There's nothing. It is pristine pristine Lashira Lash Nolan mm-hmm. uh, just became Harvard Medical School's first black female class president right okay so that is that's absolutely amazing and then lastly we have Ramona Hood and she was named the newest CEO at FedEx after starting out as a receptionist for the company in 91 Stan okay I mean so all the way oh, to the go top ahead. no I was just gonna all say. the way to the top I mean, so we just wanted to from the shout bottom. these. Now we here, okay? <laughs> she was with them shooting in the gym. <laughs> I love to see it. Absolutely. I, I just, you know, you know, this is my kind of carrying on. It um, is just black women doing amazing things um, against all odds, and I just, you know, I'm just glad that we can take our little our little show and add to the pl- applause for these sheroes okay. are out here. 
um, you know, being uh, like, you know, trendsetters and first of their names. We love it. Absolutely. We love to see it. We love to hear it. So those are our shout outs this week. We'll put a link in the description box so you all can read um, even further into these beautiful black women who are out here doing big things. But we got a kitchen table to get into. So let's go on and get into that. BET owns Wednesday nights with two shows from Emmy winning writer and executive producer Lena Waithe. March 11th at 10.30, 9.30 Central, catch the return of Boomerang. This season, Simone and Bryson aren't what they used to be, and neither are their friends. Find out what drama returns to haunt the crew and where loyalties lie, somewhere between their feelings and the facts. Will losing at love be sacrificed for winning at life? Boomerang hits after it. All new 20s at 10. 20s is the bold comedy everyone is buzzing about, held by Deadline as a show that redefines the black queer narrative. 20s follows three friends, one queer and two straight, navigating life, love, and working in Hollywood. BET delivers two great ways to spend your Wednesday nights. Catch the season premiere of Boomerang Wednesday, March 11th at 10.30, 9.30 Central, right after an all-new 20s, only on BET. For all things Boomerang and 20s, visit BET.com. Okay, um, so we are going to devote our kitchen table talk to the coronavirus. Um, we're just going to talk about it. We're going to give you Getting Grown's Guide to Surviving a National Crisis, um, yeah. such as this coronavirus. We're going to talk about it, you know, just because there's literally, like, it's everywhere. So why not? Why not just talk about it here? Oh and we hope to, again, raise some useful information, but also bring some levity to the conversation because I feel like, as we alluded to before, there's just a heaviness about it. And not that we don't take this seriously, but um, we just want to, we just want to talk about it. And as only Jade and I can. Yes. So I, I just hope that um, all of us as, as, as persons of the diaspora, descendants of the diaspora, I hope that we have taken our, time and resources and done our due diligence and filled our refrigerators with ginger ale um, <laughs> so that we might be armed and ready to resist. I, I recommend reads extra I mean, spicy. We have got to arm ourselves because mm, mm, as mm, you mm. know, ginger ale is the great panacea for us as it people is. of color. We must Make sure that our refrigerators, our refrigerators are stocked and locked. It's our sword. And loaded. Stocked and locked it's and loaded. It's our sword. Yeah. Don't be caught with your work undone. Um, but no, in all seriousness, this, um, <laughs> the coronavirus is, you know, rapidly, every day after day after day, we are hearing more and more and more and more cases of, uh, you know, people being diagnosed. Um, mm -hmm. And... Uh, Things are being canceled. Schools are being closed. Folks are being mm. quarantined. So we thought it would make sense for us to kind of talk about it um, seriously. Um, um, but, you know, just hopefully in a way that, that helps us to kind of figure out how we're going to navigate it and not feel so overwhelmed by it. Oh, yes, because I was there and then I finally started mellowing out. <laughs> I mean, it's really scary. I mean, it's very, very scary. Um because, you know, you just hear so many cases like here in D.C. Evidently, there was a, a priest at a church who, after mm. Uh, mm -hmm. serving communion and shaking the hands of over 500 parishioners, was diagnosed with the coronavirus. Um, so the persons who he came into contact with have been asked to self-quarantine themselves. Um, and, and 500, 500 people. people, um, you know, who probably went home and dealt with, you know, just, you know, just when you think about all the ways that that could spread and proliferate throughout, yeah. <laughs> throughout this. There was a guy here, uh, an attorney, I believe in Manhattan who lives in Westchester mm -hmm. and he went back and went to uh, a large gathering um, I think at sent or went to synagogue. Yeah. One or the other. He went to a large gathering or went to synagogue, and now all of those people. 
Yes. Similarly, I also heard there in uh, Westchester County that there was an actual uh, primary care physician who yes. was seeing patients uh, in his yes. practice um, and then learned that he was uh, a carrier of the coronavirus. So mm-hmm. that being said, you know, regardless of where you live, it seems as though there's, you know, you are in proximity to a place where there has been a confirmed case. So uh, we just wanted to kind of just, you know, join the chorus of of folks uh, (laughs) who have been (laughs) admonishing us to just, you know, have home training and wash our hands. Um, I'm disturbed. I'm truly disturbed by this. I am disturbed by the amount of people that are acting surprised. I think we spoke on this briefly last week, but the amount of people that are surprised. Outraged, actually. That they have to wash their hands. I'm like, where? All of the soap is gone. Where? What were y'all doing before this? This is what I'm saying. I mean, my supervisor and I had a conversation because, you know, things like toilet paper and bleach. And it's just like, so y'all didn't have none of this in your houses. None of it. I went from my normal Costco. This is run, what I'm saying. Like my normal, my normal weekly toilet paper Costco supermarket run. run, and could not I, find just things like y'all don't have like y'all don't have like these things in your homes just for general purposes. But also, I'm irritated because it's not even that people don't have it because there's people like myself who keep bleach in the home. Amen. There's people like myself who keep Lysol in the home. Who keep? I buy my toilet paper from Costco, so I only have to buy toilet paper every so often. My paper towels, so forth and so on. Keep my Kirkland wipes if they don't have them. <laughs> Clorox is a good backup. But I am irritated by the stockpilers. Yeah. Okay, I do understand that we need to get you. Okay, a little cushion is cool. You know what I'm saying? We want to be prepared. We don't want to be caught out here. But nigga, five packs of toilet paper from Costco is not necessary, and that is the limit that they're giving them. It's literally like, why would one like one household would one household really need 198 rolls of toilet paper? I know <laughs> nobody. I think it's thirty-two rolls per pack of, and they are big ass rolls. Have, have you all used Kirkland toilet paper? I told you last week. I cannot put it on my roll until we've used a little bit of it. Like it's huge, and y'all niggas are buying five of them at a time. Where are you putting this stuff in New York City? So unless you're living in Long Island or Queens or what have you. Anyway, I'm really irritated by the amount. I'm like, I don't know what y'all were doing before this bleach. Did y'all not keep hand sanitizer? Like, your girl, I should have put stock in wet ones, bought stock in wet ones long ago with my mother. We should have really gone in on the company. Yeah. We would be so rich for the amount of wet ones that we've bought at this point. I keep these things, my mini Lysol travel cans, my mini Clorox, my mini, uh, Clorox wipes that come in the little green packets, the travel ones. I can't find nothing. They didn't have alcohol in Target. Yeah, that's the thing. They did not have alcohol. I had to go to the dollar store to go find alcohol. So shout out to the lo- to the local stores. Shout out to the little bargain stores and things because they actually have what you need. But um, anyway, we understand that the Roni is affecting those with... <laughs> um, weak immune system so we don't you know we're, we don't want to joke and make light of it like myself to be <laughs> right you know compromised. it's soon you know there's people like my sis here if it hits her it's gonna hit her hard it's not gonna say that she's gonna go down mm-hmm. down but it's gonna hit her hard because let's let's clarify what this is it is a flu Okay, mm-hmm. the coronavirus is a form is a, is a flu. This is a new strain, which is why it is hard to be contained, and that's a li- why people are freaking out a little bit because they do not understand exactly why it's multiplying so rapidly. But if we think back, if you are of a particular age, and you can think back just a few years ago when we had outbreaks such as H one N one, which is what what they were calling the swine flu. Mm-hmm. I remember when the when the SARS outbreak happened. Absolutely. Um, what else did we have? Um, like just all kinds of things. Um, (laughs) there's been, I saw a meme that had them listed by like presidential Mm -hmm. election year, which was interesting. Yes, that Um. is very interesting. (laughs) But yeah, the point is there are, you know, this is not our first go around when it comes to, um, a a situation like this one. Mm -hmm. Um, I think, um, 
we are we we just have to be diligent and i think the 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 gift and the curse of the internet is that you know uh myths and misnomers and false information can spread just as quickly as the truth um and oftentimes it seems like it spreads quicker than the truth so um we just wanted to kind of just share some things i know we talked about ginger ale but there are <laughs> there are some things some some basic things some real life things some yes. real life basic things that we might do i um, mean it seems like common sense but just for the good of the order um you know we wanted to emphasize again the importance of washing your hands um and or using um no, 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 no. Wash your hands, your hands is and, and that's correct. <laughs> and using, uh, you know, hand sanitizer, um, washing your hands with soap. I, <laughs> it's unfortunate that we need to say that, but washing your hands with soap, um, and also maintaining social distance because they're talking about, and I know this is tough for those of us who ride trains and other forms of mass, uh, you know, transit, but like, you know, there is a safe distance when you keep away from people that, you mm -hmm. know, can, uh, you know, kind of keep from those airborne germs that come from coughs and sneezes from getting on you or your clothing, um, other things that we might want to do. And this is really hard for me because I didn't realize how much I do it until I had to pay attention to it, but avoid touching my face, my mouth, mm -hmm. my nose, my eyes, especially because this is all happening during allergy season or when it seems like allergy season is starting Ooh. to start up. So like, I am really, really conscious of all the many times and many different ways that I touch my face and, um, you know, I have to. So this is why I'm extra diligent about washing my hands mm -hmm. um, and, uh, you know, just making sure that you are paying attention to your body. Um, they're saying that the main symptoms of coronavirus are um, if you have a fever, if you have um, uh, trouble, breathing, trouble breathing or a throat. cough, um, you know, any kind of flu like symptoms. But they're saying that fever is really important. Um, but if you have a and it's fever, a quick spike. Yeah. So it's like if you have a fever, cough or difficulty breathing, you can seek medical attention and call in advance to kind of just give them a heads up um, and get uh, special instructions if that is what um, they are offering. But um, there's also some I was reading on the World Health Organization that there are some myth busters, um, some like some commonly you know, widespread uh, falsehoods that have kind of ran amok on the internet. So cold weather and snow cannot kill the coronavirus. People are saying that <laughs> it's getting warmer and, you know, all we need is one cold snap to just get this out of here. That's not going to do it. <laughs> um, no, nigga, flu season is in the winter. Right. They say the most effective way to protect yourself against the new coronavirus is by frequently cleaning your hands with alcohol-based hand rub or washing them with soap and water. Again, mm -hmm. taking a hot bath does not prevent the new coronavirus disease. I don't know who thought that, but taking a hot bath what? i don't know but this is on here so it says uh the um actually taking a hot bath with extremely hot water can be harmful and can burn you who is literally setting themselves <laughs> down in nevada boiling water thinking that they're going to kill the coronavirus <laughs> help us god yo um whoever does they deserve it the new and this is important <laughs> because i feel like a lot of the information that's being spread on the news is literally laced with racism but the new coronavirus cannot be transmitted through goods manufactured in china or any country that's reporting COVID uh, cases. Or Chinese food. Or Chinese food. Thai food. Or Corona beer. Food. Or anything like that. Y'all make Fucking me idiots. Um, Y'all really do. <laughs> even though this virus can stay on surface for a few hours or even up to several days, depending upon the type of surface that it is, it is extremely unlikely that the virus will persist on a surface after being moved, tra traveled, or exposed to different conditions and temperatures. Um, mm -hmm. So, um, yeah. And um, also... Um, Speaking of the contagion factor, I saw a meme or someone, some, a doctor's office posted this on their door talking about the contagion factor. So like lots of disease have contagion factors. Um, and just like to just give us a sense of how contagious things are. They were saying like the contagion factor for coronavirus uh, is two and the contagion factor for the measles was 18. So even though there is a lot of public uh, there's lots of, you know, news media and we're all worried and schools are closing and things are we hearing all kinds of things. You know, it is it it is, you know, 
I guess this thing could be spreading a lot quicker. It could be a lot more contagious. So they're saying in, in many cases, most people who contract the coronavirus is 99.7% curable. Um, and uh, like Jade was saying earlier, it is in, impacting um, and even fatally um, impacting mm. those individuals who have compromised immune systems. And most most likely it's seen in folks who are over well over the age of 50 years old. So those of us mm-hmm. millennials, if we can, you know, just making sure that we're taking proper care of ourselves and keeping our immune systems strong and, you know, mm. paying attention and washing our hands and listening to our bodies. And, and if we can get in front of things and before they get out of control, um, just because I know my immune system situation is not the best given mm-hmm. the medication that I take for my RA, I have, you know, made it a practice and since it is allergy season and I, it is not uncommon for me to sneeze or cough or you know have like you know what may feel like a cold um I have started taking my temperature like you know if I if I feel like just making sure that I don't have a fever and if I do find that my fever is elevated if I don't feel good then I then I feel like I would take some some different precautionary measures but there are things that we can do i'm we're just hoping we can arm you guys with some information um and hopefully take the edge off because it is scary like we're acknowledging that it's scary um social media doesn't help right we live in the we live in the age of information and so because because things spread so rapidly so quickly um it it probably it's heightening it. It's making it scarier, which is why niggas are buying five packs of Costco toilet paper mm-hmm. at a time. Uh, if I may, these are just things that I do in my home yes. anyway Please, when I'm cleaning. Us. But I'd love to share. Yes, you know because there are certain people who just don't know that they're supposed to be doing these things. Mm-hmm. When you're cleaning your home, when you're doing that good deep clean Anita Baker Saturday morning clean. Most certainly. Disinfect, and actually do this more often, disinfect the lights in your home. The switches. So the light switches. Mm-hmm. Disinfect the light switches. The doorknobs. Yes. The doorknob where people come in. Your locks. Your bathroom doorknob. All the light switches throughout your home. Um, <clears throat> do not sit on your furniture or on your bed with your outside clothes. This is true. Take them off and put them in a designated area, whether that be the dirty clothes. If you wear a uniform, you're getting ready to put that bitch back on tomorrow. Spray it with some Lysol and hang it up somewhere where it's not getting ready to touch other clean fabrics in your home. Find somewhere to put it. If you need to buy yourself, what's that thing called? You can buy a valet. You can buy a valet to hang your clothes mm-hmm. over if you need something to hang your little outfit that you wear on a, on a daily basis or what have you. But take a shower before you get in your bed. You'd be surprised by the amount of niggas that you need to tell this to. Yikes. Take a shower before you go to bed. Wash the day off of you. Wash your face. You're supposed to wash your face for a minute and a half, I believe, is what it is. Niggas, sing a song. <laughs> 90 seconds sing a song get that face get that neck behind them ears (laughs) wash your body really well before you get into your body change your sheets once a week my my nigga please just change your sheets if you don't have an extra set of sheets you can get them from Wayfair you can get them from Target you can get them from Amazon you can go down to the home goods you can get them from regular Marshalls whatever you need to do buy yourself a couple sets of sheets grown people we're supposed to have more than two sets of sheets and change them once a week. Make sure you change in those pillowcases. But if you're doing things, clean your phones. Yeah. Be diligent about cleaning your phones, disinfect your phones. Um, Especially if you like me, you know, like I come I, and wipe down, like wipe down your workstations, not just your home, mm-hmm. but I wipe down my workstation at the office. Yep. I make sure I hit the phone, hit the keyboard. I hit my laptop. And, you know, especially, mm-hmm. you know, it's nothing for me to, I mean, very easily. I forget that I do it today. I went to Starbucks. I had my phone in my hand. I put my phone down to pick up my mm-hmm. drink and realize that my phone was on this public surface so before i put it back in my pocket or before you know i just very quickly took some hand sanitizer i had like a little some travel wipes my little antibacterial wipes and put my phone and wipe my phone down you know just kind of being mindful just trying to pay pay closer attention to those kinds of things um really help and make a world of difference 
Wash your hands as soon as you come in the house. Clean your steering wheels mm-hmm. in your car. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. one thing a lot of people forget about. I keep a can of, I mean, I keep a, a, a thing of Lysol wipes or Clorox wipes in the car. I just wipe the steering wheel down, wipe the, um, the, the, the gear shift, wipe that down. Just things that you touch that you don't realize that you're touching a lot of when you come in from the outside world. But when you, if you do these things, if you clean your home, you do these things, and then you don't wear your shoes in your house either. I know I, I've realized that this is a regional thing. Some of our good southern friends, it's not it maybe because their streets are not as grimy and nasty. But take your shoes off when you come in the house. Don't wear your shoes throughout the house because you're tracking all that outside. All throughout your all throughout your home, like there's just little things that you can do to try to keep your home sanitized, and then you wash your hands, you'll be good, nigga. I just don't understand why it's not niggas. People are not washing their hands. Absolutely, it's. Just, I'm just. I'm. I'm forever gonna be fascinated by that. But they don't wash their legs. They don't clean their bathtubs. I don't really know what else to say. And I mean, I don't want to be the one to say it, but I'll be the one to say it. Okay. Of the thousands of confirmed cases oh, of coronavirus, yeah. it's not lost on us. COVID nineteen <laughs> throughout the world. To my knowledge, to date, there has not been one confirmed case um, for a black person. So, um, Wakanda forever. I think if we all just continue to maintain our cultural tendencies of cleanliness, <laughs> we will be able to survive whatever it is that, that is the trying. Tenderoni. We will be able, I think we can outlive it. We definitely can out. I'm, you know, I'm going to hit the vacuum in this joint before I go to bed tonight just for good measure. I think if we just remain diligent to the ways that are the Saturday morning cleaning routines that we were raised under. We're going to be all right. We are going to make it, y'all. Every last one of us. We just got to be a little bit more mindful. That's Every last one of us. So we wish you all, you know, wonderful hot long showers. We wish you mm-hmm. all, you know, all of all of the 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 hand antibacterial hand soap that you can find and mustard. We wish you all just strong immune systems and uh, you know vitamins, you know minerals, the things that will keep us healthy and strong um, for for days and weeks and months and years to come. Absolutely. Um, we hope that was some sort of help <laughs> or some sort of reassurance. I don't know, but it this. just felt like the right thing to do. We were thinking about you know, other things to talk about, but everywhere you turn on the internet, on the television, everywhere, all you saw was COVID-19. Um, we're hearing about schools closing in Atlanta. We're hearing about, um, you know, conferences and, and national meetings and international meetings being shut South down. South by Southwest. Yeah, we're talking about all kinds of major, major things. Which is affecting businesses, yeah, so affecting is, mom and is, pop businesses. This is affecting the economy. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know about any of you, but today, this week, is just not the week to check your 401ks, 403bs. Woo! Trust me, you don't want these problems. Um, we just have got to try to ride this out together. So we thought that we would do it, you know, all around the kitchen table. If there is anything that we missed, I, we know that the Getting Grown community is filled with all manner of experts and professionals in the public health field. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, any epidemiologists out there, if there's anything that we may have left out or misreported, please don't hesitate to let us know. Uh, so that we can kind of get the good information, the right information, the true information out here on the interwebs. Um, especially. I will. I'm my best sis. Mm-hmm. I will tell y'all what my dear friend and acupuncturist told me. Uh-oh. She said, because y'all know, I, I I will, full disclosure, your girl was having a whole freak out. Okay. Same. I was having a whole panic attack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hate germs. But. Um, I was talking to 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 Rebecca. Shout out to she, mm-hmm. and she told me she goes, she, she so gently patted my arm and she said, you know, one of the worst things for your immune system. And I said, what's that? Stress. She said, stress and anxiety. Mm-hmm. And I said, you right. She's like, just wash your hands, and keep doing what you've been doing, and you'll be fine. <laughs> and I was well, like. Listen. 
You're right. All of that. And <laughs> I was just, right. me and Latoya was talking about in the car, and this is for all my church kids. The blood still works. I had coughed in the car and immediately went into a full-fledged panic attack. <laughs> Not because, I mean, it was just a regular, it wasn't like even a real productive cough. It was just like a, uh, just a cough that happens. Just a dry, any, that's what you got to, to be worried You know what about. I'm saying? But I was like, oh. And I like, immediately started like, wait a minute. And then I had to catch myself like, uh-uh, I will not. <laughs> I will not, I will not, I will not allow myself to spiral down into a frenzy because I know I am covered. I just have to walk. If anytime I may have a little cough, I just got to let the public know. But I smoke blunts. It's just a blunt cough. It's a blunt cough. Everybody relax. Yes, I announce every time. You know, I have a, I have a sneeze at work on Friday and was like, you know, the pollen, the tree pollen count has been deemed high by the Weather Channel. We are in a state of, oh, it's an orange, a cold orange. Pollen Did y'all look high. at your Zyrtec app today? Listen, because we are all dealing with allergens in the air. I do not have the coronavirus. Today is ragweed. Absolutely. It's a ragweed day. So, yes. But yeah, we hope that we you know we hope that was just a little bit of you know a little bit of ease and 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 helpfulness. And I meant and, what I said about that ginger ale. <laughs> oh, you must stay with the ginger ale or the ginger beer or some form we of a ginger it. carbonated drink. Let us not forget the home remedies of old. That and as my and my mother in law says, when you have a cough, you need to drink catnip. But anyway, uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, uh, on that note, let's get on to this. Honesty box? Yeah. Okay, let's do it. Honestly? Truly. We have our honesty box. Let's give her a name. Um, Sharonda. Okay, Sharonda. It's a little lengthy, so... Okay, well, relax, he's got nigga. somewhere to go. Okay, clearly. Speed limit is just 25 miles an hour. Anyway... Hey aunties, love y'all so much. Truncating the intro. Growing up, that's, I to. that's Growing up, life was hard, and I never thought I'd see better days. I grew up suicidal and depressed. Oh then out of nowhere, I was blessed with the best friend whom our lives mirrored each other, but she pulled me out of some dark times. As we got older, we grew apart and eventually never spoke again. Fast forward, I'm now 28 and never could have imagined the life I have now. I have the greatest job ever. I make really good money and want nothing and want for nothing. Mm. I live alone. I'm fully independent. I know that sounds great. Well, let me tell you how crazy life got for me. Almost two years ago, my friend I spoke of earlier popped back into my life and it was like we never missed a beat. We're going to call her Phaedra. Okay. Uh Uh-oh. Phaedra was a struggling artist and a songwriter chasing her dream in the big city. (laughs) The drama. (laughs) She was homeless. Oh, I'm sorry. And struggling. So I opened my doors to her after she called me crying from an office bathroom where she was washing up. I work a lot, so I'm never home and I couldn't live with myself knowing she was in the streets like that. She moved in and I took care of her. I paid the bills. I gave her money. I mean, I purchased everything down to her feminine hygiene products. This never bothered me because she was like my sister. She promised me so many things and how... When she made it, she would hire me so so that I could work for myself, etc. In short, I would do her hair and nails, etc., and travel everywhere she went. Fast for uh, fast forward again, she signed two deals. I donated everything I had, gave my thirty day notice, and we moved into a beautiful three bedroom apartment in the city. But man, oh man, how things changed. Her energy shifted, and she looked down on me, and I knew she'd made rude remarks about how I looked like someone's mother, etc. Wow. And I'd ended up with the men I date for that reason alone, because I'm motherly, and I'd never get any better. Wow. It was was constant. She always had something to say about me, my job, I mean everything. All the deals she was supposed to ink me in on seemed further and further away. I invested so much money and stuff to support the jobs I was supposed to do for her, but every time it was... Every time it was time she flaked or acted funny. She even planned a housewarming where she'd invite all these people. Mind you, all my friends don't stay where I am. They're hundreds of miles away, so I was excited. I requested the day off from work for her to disappear the day of saying she needed time to herself. In reality, she really just wanted to hang out with her cousin, who's basically an IG model. Okay. So I sat there at home looking stupid. A week passed, and we were going back and forth joking like we usually do. But I guess she's too good for her now. She got an attitude and stopped speaking to me. I mean, it was the dumbest thing ever. So the next day, I left out of town for my vacation, and we still weren't speaking. 
When I returned, I told her we needed to speak so I know what I needed to do and what's going on. Do you know she broke the lease while I was gone and I had 30 days to move? So now I'm panicking. I work 200 hours a pay period. How the hell would I pull this off? So I was panicked and crying, but God made a way and I got approved for a place a week later. She tried to tell me I didn't know. She tried to tell me she didn't know where she'd go. Well, guess what? The property manager informed me I needed to return the keys because we have 14 days to move, not 30. Because Phaedra moved into an apartment in the same damn building, she said because she'd broken the lease, she'd pay for my moving expenses, etc. I moved into my place. We talked maybe two days. It felt like old times and she disappeared off the face of the earth and blocked me. Okay. On top of that, she left me with $2,000 plus in closing bills and bills in general. This flipped my entire life upside down. I had to buy everything over for my apartment and pay these bills. So needless to say, all my credit cards were maxed and my seemingly perfect credit went to hell. And I am now in the process of filing bankruptcy. Clearly, she used me. Hell, she wouldn't even be in the building she was in without my credit. So much time has passed, and I don't know how not to be angry. How do I not have hate in my heart? I know people will hear this and be like, I brought it on myself, which I've heard time and time again. I just want to be healed and done with the situation. I don't even want to think about it anymore, but I can't move past it or get it off my mind sometimes. I hate her. I truly do. I really don't feel like that about anyone. Any advice? Show Rhonda. Man. Uh, okay. Right. Um, so Sharonda is asking for advice about how to like let the hate out your heart. Okay. Um I think that uh I think that I'm I'm learning through my own kind of journey in therapy and otherwise to always allow space for my feelings, um, for me to process my feelings, sit with them, um, and kind of allow for them to be whatever they are so that I can manage them and control them and put some boundaries around them. So I'm not telling you... So I guess I say all that to say that I don't know, like perhaps, perhaps this is less about, um, I don't want to say less about letting the hate go, but I do feel like you, you are, you have a reason to feel the way that you feel. So I think there, there is some utility in recognizing why you feel, I mean, you know, that you feel the way you feel, um, and like grieving, like the loss, you know, grieving everything that has happened because it is a terrible and unfortunate situation. Um, I think you can only move forward through something once you've acknowledged that this this is what it is. Um, I would, I don't know that this is a question that myself, like I, I can answer. I mean, I'm thinking if you have not found somebody to talk to about this outside of Jade and I, I would strongly encourage you to reach out to mm -hmm. um, a counselor and someone who can kind of help you think through all the many, many, many layers that you just kind of outlined for us in your, in your letter. Um, but I did want to acknowledge that it's a terrible thing that you've had to deal with, but I also want to say that you've survived it. Um, and that should speak to, um, who you are as a person and your capacity to, live through difficult things um and just like you you navigated the difficulties that you faced in your young your younger years and found a place of peace and happiness and uh, fulfillment I do believe that with the right resources you can find that place again um and and also not only find that place, but get the tools that you need to protect that place from people who may intentionally or unintentionally um, seek to uh, steal from you, hurt you, harm you um, in, in, in any way. Yeah, I think that was beautifully said. Because <laughs> um, this sounds like a Lifetime movie and I'm still trying to process. Um but I agree with everything that you said. If you have not, if you don't have a professional to speak to 
about this, uh, then I would strongly admonish you to do so. Whether that be through Talkspace or you finding a therapy, black, uh, black girl therapy, therapy for black girls, excuse me. Um, I would just recommend you find somebody like Kia said to speak to about this because that's a that this is this is a a bushel of onions, not just one. And um, there's a lot happening here. So I think in order for you to properly be able to to move forward, a professional might be able to help you with that. I hope that's helpful. Uh, please keep us updated on this part two of this Lifetime movie, mm-hmm. um, Sharonda, and I hope everything works out for you. Continue to send your honesty box questions to Getting Grown Podcast at gmail.com, and we can move into our black woman self-care. All right, so um, with this episode being most things Roni, um, I am for my black woman self-care. So Crystal Jean posted a recipe on her Twitter a while ago uh, for nature's penicillin. I advocated for that nature's penicillin because I had a scratchy throat a couple of times. She gave it to me and I felt amazing the next day i gave it to xd when he wasn't feeling well and he texted me the next day and and i quote said bitch i feel like new pussy <laughs> so <laughs> my black woman self-care is that i have been making the nature's penicillin and taking it to boost my immunity and also feeding it to my family to boost their immunity and the nature's penicillin consists of one grapefruit I will post the link. I will also post the link in the description box. But it's one grapefruit that you peel. You can leave the pith on. You leave the pith on, which is the white stuff. So you peel it very lightly. You want that because it's got a lot of nutrients and vitamins in it. An orange. I use two to try to cut some of the flavor of the things that I will tell you in a moment. Peel those very lightly as well. Leave the pith on the orange. Um, a lemon. Same thing. Uh a half of a large onion. I think the thing said three or four cloves of garlic. And you can put a little ginger root in it if you'd like. It also says peppermint oil, but I steer clear of that. Um, blend it up in the blender and you can store it in the fridge. And I basically take a little a little bit of that. And, and it's been helping to keep my immunity up. I take it before I get on the plane. You know, I take it when I'm not feeling good. But in this day and age with the Roni, I've been taking a little bit of that. It is one of the greatest gifts Crystal Jean has ever given me. And I would love to share that with you all. So that is my Black Woman Self-Care. Again, I'll put the link to that in the description box. When I tell you all, I'm personally advocating for this. (laughs) It just gives me everything I need. What's your Black Woman Self-Care? So I have been working on something that um, I'm not ready to share but it is something that I have been looking forward to it's like a really big life goal that I've been working on I've had some setbacks around it it's just kind of one of those adult things that I've been working on and it's something I've been um you know saving money and trying to get my my finances and everything in order and I had a setback in November and really got defeated about it Mm -hmm. um and you know just as as such has kind of been you know, since that time, just kind of like afraid to believe in it again after the setback. So yesterday, Sunday, um, after church, I decided that I was going to go and literally like uh, sit like I was going to drive, drive to the thing and sit out in front of it and literally talk to it, which is probably kind of weird. But like, you know. There is, there is like... It's not weird at all. So it's an intention. I literally like got in my car and I, and I drove to the thing and I sat in front of it and I said, God, I asked you for this and I believe you said yes. And I know that, you know, circumstances seem like it wasn't going to happen and things are still kind of up in the air, but I still believe that I heard you when you said yes. And I sat out there until I just, and I was just, you know, just kind of, I sat in there and I sat like in that prayer and I, and, and 
I just wouldn't leave until I felt better. And I just sat out in the car in front of my big scary thing for about an hour. And I was just like visualizing myself in the thing. Like, (laughs) this is mine. I will have it. I can't wait until it is mine. I was just seeing my, I wonder how long it will take me to get here from this place. And I wonder how long it will take me to get here from this place. And I can just see myself coming to this place and it belonging to me. Like (laughs) I'm just going to just, and I just spent time there and I literally was like, it was like a, a exercise Mm-hmm. Where I was like, you know, I put some feet to my faith and was like, I can have this thing, even though it felt like a couple months ago that it wasn't going to happen no more. I can have this thing because I asked for it. I've done everything that um, I was required to do for it. And I don't believe yep. that I would be set up to not get it. So that was my black woman self-care because I have to say that after I spent time in front of the scary thing, I felt lighter and it didn't feel as scary anymore. So I love that. Since that, so yes. So I'm just, I can't wait to report to you all what the big scary thing is, but um, I can't either. Just know that I, I faced it. I sat in front of it for an hour and looked at it like, yep, <laughs> this is it. I remember when you had your setback and I told you then, I said, it's it's not over. <sighs> I knew it wouldn't be over. So we are just, I love the intention that you said. I think that's beautiful that you and you manifested this, this very big, scary thing because it is. And that you know that is just i love the direction i love i love to see it <laughs> <laughs> that's what we're going to start calling the black woman so care i love to see it <laughs> so that is our black woman self care this week um please send your black woman self care and black boy self care black man self journeys <laughs> things <laughs> We we want to hear we want to hear more from you. This again, this is a community based show, so we want to hear from you yeah, all. Yeah, next Getting week I want to read somebody else's. Yeah, I want to see what y'all are doing. Like how we read old girl last week, and she fixed up her office space mm-hmm. so that she can change her her mentals. Uh, we want to see what y'all are doing for your black your black woman and man self care. So please send that on in. We we'd love to see it. Absolutely. Ty, I think that might have to be a thing, okay? I think we might have to do the clip, and that just might have to be the thing. Sorry, Mama D. (laughs) But um, let's move on to these petty peeves. And I want to be very responsible of the things I say to my sister, because everybody know I can be real petty. P-E to the T-T-Y, honey. So my petty peeve is um, for uh, IT folks, people who work in IT, well, just kind of general, well, yes, IT people, people who work in IT who don't know how to fix things. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is a daily struggle. Um, I have, and this is just not in my current job, but I feel like it's something that happens and I don't know if it is. And it's not a shot to any of our listeners who might be professionals in the IT uh, area. Um, You know, I just feel like there are certain things and this is not specific to IT. Sometimes you just come in contact with a person who, (laughs) for whatever reason. So like um, my phone wasn't working at my desk. Um, it's they're connected to our our desktops. So like, if my phone is ringing, even though if I if the phone itself doesn't ring, I can see on my screen that I'm receiving mm-hmm. a call. But Fancy. so my phone isn't working right now. Like if the ringer doesn't ring, and I can't like when I pick it up, there's no dial tone. But if someone's calling me, I can see that I'm getting a call. At which point, I either call them on my work cell or send an email. And we also have like this Skype for business thing. So I reached out to the help desk and let them know that my phone was not working. And the help desk guy says, "I'm gonna call you," and I'm like. Uh-uh. My phone. <laughs> Nigga, I just told you. I is just told you that my phone's not my working. My phone is not working. Like, and I was, and I mean, literally had to go back and forth with my colleague for quite some time before I got him to understand that regardless 
you know, despite his calls, I would not be able to see or so, like we would not be able to speak via phone because my phone is not working. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I just felt that, you know, God bless his heart. Perhaps he was having a day, you know, he was otherwise distracted. We have all been there. Um, but I just, you know, that was that was something that happened to me uh, this week. And I just thought it would be a good petty peeve to share, like when the IT people don't know how to fix the IT. Well, who, what's my petty peeve this week? I think my petty peeve this week, as I'm entering a, a new phase, it's not, I guess it's not new anymore, but it feels new to me because every day I wake up and I'm like, who let me be a mother? But... <laughs> I I do not understand the mentality of some of these weird parents at like not at school or at dance class or at activities or what have you. So there's this one particular mother at Noah's dance class who looks at me with like the fear of God every time she sees <laughs> me. Mind you, we have sat down with this lady and her child by accident. Um, after class one day and like had coffee and a conversation and she literally never spoke to us again and looks at us like we are the most frightening things on the planet. So, you know, I've never done none of this lady. I, me, me and Tristan were sitting there talking. We were like, did we say something crazy to this woman? We went to go have coffee. No, it was literally the most stale conversation known to man and let the girls sit there and color and do, do whatever they were doing. But I just, you know, it doesn't take a whole lot to not be like a weirdo. Mm. It doesn't take a whole lot to not be a strange asshole of a weird person. And I understand that, you know, some people are awkward and then that might come off a different way, but uh, you're awkward or not. You're still an asshole, and it, you it, it's you don't have to be this way. It's not that difficult. We speak and we keep it moving. We ain't got to be friends, girl. I ain't never asked you for your phone number. Never asked you for a play date. Why? Because I don't believe in them. But <laughs> I'm y'all are never gonna see me initiate a play date with somebody's children, and I'm not friends with the parents because that's not how I was raised. My friends were my friends because my parents would go and play spades and play <laughs> bitwiz and have barbecues and fish fries and whatever else. That is how I, my, my friends were family friends or neighborhood friends or what have you. But anyway, I just say I just say all that to say it it doesn't take that much to not be a strange weirdo. And um I'm just realizing in this new parenting, this like activity in school phase that I don't have it in me to be smiling and, and, and acting like that. I just don't or to be frightened and act like I don't want to speak to people. It's just very odd behavior to me. Let me ask you a question, because something happened yeah. to me at Walgreens yesterday and I just wondered I, t- I took offense. But then I wondered if I was being too much by being offended. Okay. So I'm paying for my uh, vitamins at the Walgreens. Okay. And Mm -hmm. as you know, you know, I'm just digging in my wallet and getting my things together. And the young lady is, look, she was like, your nails are so nice. And I said, well, thank you, beloved. I really appreciate that. She was like, what they cost, like $80? (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, huh? She was like, what they cost? They had to cost you like $80, right? And I was like, no, they didn't. And she was like, oh. <laughs> but <laughs> but I have felt away a little bit. Like, is that what we do? So you can't feel away because certain people weren't were, were raised differently. And they don't quite understand. There's people who really, truly are very ignorant to the fact that you should not ask somebody <laughs> how much their rent is. Or how much they pay or for Or that anything. you should not ask how much they pay for anything. Well, how much that costs? Like, you know, and we can, you know, if you have a level of comfort with somebody, obviously that's different. You have a type of relationship. But there are certain people who just weren't raised uh, the same way we were and don't understand that that's a very tacky question. So if you didn't know that, we're telling you now, that's a tacky ass question. Really? (laughs) Don't ask stranger niggas. It wasn't like she, it wasn't that she inquired. She assumed. 
And she didn't even like, so I, if she, I don't know. I don't know what I would have done if she'd been like, well, how much were they? Cause I don't know what I, I, cause I was literally, maybe she saw that I was completely aghast when she asked, cause I was looking at her like, I'm sorry. What? I think there's also a way to do things. If you are really inquiring about who does my nails, I'm looking for somebody. I think that's a beautiful yes. job. Do you mind if, do you mind if you let, you know, the roundabout cost well, for like, a full set? Or something. Or like, you know, do you have her Instagram? Do you have her contact information? That's really more the question I would ask. Like, but you know, some people don't have that. But, you know, <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like there's, like you said, there is a way. But to ask me, I don't know. It was just, it felt, it felt some weird. Some just tacky, sis. Mm-mm. It Some felt weird. It felt like she was. She looked at me and she sized me up and determined how much I paid for my nails. And I was just like, I don't know how I feel Mm-mm. about that. I wouldn't even pay any attention to her because she clearly ain't right. I said, bless anyway, her. Bless her heart. Be- based off of this small interaction that I, I've, I've heard. <laughs> I said, okay, sis. Okay. She she just ain't right. That's all. I'm down to help you. I'm down to help you. I will refer. Y'all know I will refer. I will tag all the people who do my things. But I was like taken aback by that. Like, mm-mm. Don't even let that, don't even let that side your step. <laughs> <laughs> don't even let it stumble you. And that is another episode of Getting Grown. Uh, thank you all for tuning in to Key and I's Foolishness every single... Uh, nigga, not you. Oh, my God. Well, you weren't invited. Okay. Anyway. Oh, yeah. uh, thank you all. Thank you all who were actually invited to the party. <laughs> um, not the niggas hating from outside the club. Continue to send all of your things to Getting Grown Podcast at gmail.com. Also, don't forget to check out our website, gettinggrown.co. All of that information is always in the description box. And so gettinggrown.co has all of your, if you have merch inquiries, if you need a way to get in contact with us and you cannot remember the email, even though it is right there by the <laughs> link for the website on, you know, if you want to look at little pictures of Kia and I and see, you know, the vast difference in our heights, <laughs> whatever you want, you can go look at it at gettinggrown.co. Absolutely. But we appreciate you all. Um, sis, tell the people what they need to be doing. What you need to be doing in this age uh it's 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 not only uh uh moisturizing your skin but washing it first yeah first and foremost right (laughs) washing it (laughs) moisturizing your skin and drinking your water and your vitamins and your nature's uh antibiotic penicillin penicillin uh as jade (laughs) just you know described earlier um and uh you also want to um Mind your business, the business that mm. is yours. Um, yes. Because, you know, it's so easy to get distracted by other people's business. So, yes, mind, do all of those things. Why must they do that, sis? Because uh, you're black. Might catch the Roni, but it might not because we don't know if any black people have caught it yet. Mm-hmm. If mm-hmm. it's dry. That's right. Bye. <laughs> Good night. Good day. Good morning. Good Whatever time you're listening to. <laughs> <laughs>